The whole crew's back for season two. This is Dr. Jesse. Cloud your ears with that Gucci knowledge. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 22 hours, 53 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 2 hours, 53 minutes, 20 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 22 hours, 53 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal time, 2 hours, 53 minutes, 35 seconds. So many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb US and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty the eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the cars that go. I hear you. Okay. Show starts in Blowing minds from coast to coast, the doctor is in. Hear anonymous experts with insider information straight from the source. Get the facts and judge for yourself at DrWhoever.com. That's right, this is the Doctor Whoever Project. How's it going, everybody? It is August 9th, 2021. The summer's over, I guess. We're getting into the fall. Jesse, what's up over there? I'm here with Jesse today. What is up, Dr. Weber? Definitely doesn't feel like summer's over. It's still like 105 degrees outside. Definitely doesn't feel like summer's over here. That is for sure. But school starts tomorrow, right? Yes, get those kids back to school. Put those masks on your face and get your kid on that bus. <laughs> I don't know. I think some of the kids are going to be really happy. Like, this might be the one year where kids want to... Um, Maybe go back to school. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like, no kid, like, really wants to go to school. But, I mean, they miss their friends and they miss hanging out with people their age. They're, I'm sure they're sick of their parents being on Zoom all day long, so. They want to, like, be in person so they can talk about the TikToks that they made during quarantine. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely cool for a lot of these kids to get back. I mean, you know, but these kids need to be safe, too. They need to be wearing their masks. You know, a lot of kids are getting sick. It's kind of... It's kind of a scary time at the same time for parents, you know, putting their kids in these type of uh, situations, unfortunately. It definitely is. It's There's definitely not an easy solution to anything that's going on right now, but we'll see what happens. It's, it's a new day tomorrow, kids going back to school for the fall. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. We're going to try to talk about some of that coming up, but... Uh, but until then, let's get some breaking news, Jesse. I think we do have some breaking news. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. So um, this goes along with the infrastructure um, bill that Joe Biden's been trying to do. The whole basic start of his presidency is get rid of COVID and then try to get some infrastructure going. They finally got the filibuster gone. Um, I'm going to try to explain this in a way for people that don't quite understand. Um, we have something called a filibuster in our political system where you're supposed to get up and argue and talk and stand there and sweat until you pass out or you just give up and let the other person continue. But they got rid of that and now you have to have more than 60 votes or you can't move on. And they just today got the 60 plus votes to be able to move this along. Um, they basically broke this non-filibustering filibuster that was happening. Is that correct, Jesse? It was um, 68 to whatever. Yeah, it's kind of what you're saying, but not really, because it really has nothing to, to do with the filibuster. The filibuster is just a way to, to not let legislation pass through the Senate. So what this is actually called, and it's just so odd for all of us, this is called bipartisanship, which means when Democrats and Republicans actually come together uh, cooperation. Yeah, the cooperation. Big word for, good, for cooperation. For country and pass legislation that's going to help everybody. So I know, like, there's a lot of conversation with, like, filibuster. It's just a method used by, you know, Republicans and Democrats to not push legislation through. So technically nothing was done with the filibuster. It's just that the filibuster rule was not used because they were able to get, you know, 60 votes in order to pass the legislation. Got it. Well, thank you, Jesse. That is great. Hallelujah. I think Joe Biden... 
He's probably thrilled. He's got the smiling ear to ear with those sunglasses on right now. Well, appreciate it, Jesse. A Jesse, Jesse intro time. He'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. So overqualified, especially with those commentaries like that. Um, I do have a clip. Let's play this news clip. This is from just about a couple hours ago about the infrastructure. It says the, uh, the G10 is on the cusp of victory lap of getting what was seemly, seemingly impossible done with this infrastructure bill in the Senate. Uh, let's play clip four, please. Could the seemingly never-ending infrastructure week finally be over soon? Well, the battle over an infrastructure bill may actually come to a close now tomorrow. 68 senators, including 18 Republicans, voted overnight to advance the bipartisan legislation during a key procedural vote known as the motion to invoke cloture. It ended debate on the current bill, clearing the way for a final vote as soon as Tuesday. So to invoke closure, so basically that's like we're going to close the argument about having the argument. Is that right? Yes, yeah, so everybody has the opportunity to speak on the bill. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know every you know Republic, Republican Democrat within the Senate has. So that's why they had it live today. Everybody was getting it there talking yeah, about every little to, piece of the puzzle. Yeah, everybody's allowed to give their floor speech in favor or not in favor of the legislation prior to taking you know the votes on the bill. This is to sway your colleagues for the last opportunity to either support or, you know, not support the legislation. Okay, okay. I do, I do want to play this clip. Uh, we're not going to talk about this all day, but this is important, and this is probably one of the biggest things going on right now that nobody's talking about, really. How bipartisan is it? Good morning, Joe. Well, it's significantly bipartisan. The fact that... 18 Republican senators voted for this key procedural motion. There are two that were missing that would have voted. That for means 20. As well. So that is a very big Republican number. So the cooperation argument. Most of the Republican Party seems like people are willing to cooperate. Now, there are some, of course, who are opposed to it. Let's listen to how Senator Rick Scott of Florida put it yesterday on Fox News. Nancy Pelosi has said all along she will not allow this bill to go through the House unless they get Eight their $5.5 trillion uh, reckless tax and spending bill done at the same time. So let's remember, if you help, to, you help get this done, you're helping get the $5.5 trillion bill done. Okay, can you unpack that for us, Jesse, as well? Because there are two different bills that are going in two different paths, I believe. Um, and one is getting done in kind of this technical way that most people see things get done in Washington. And there's another one kind of going on in this more of a financial planning kind of a way. Is that accurate? Yeah, that is accurate. So there's there's two pieces of, of legislation. Say there's two trains going on right now. The first train has, you know, Republican and Democrat support, uh, which we were just talking about, which is like the $1.9 trillion package. But there's an additional $3.5 trillion package that doesn't have any bipartisan support, which means there's no Republican support for it. Uh, and the Democrats plan on passing that through something called the Reconciliation Budget Plan, which means it only needs to pass with a simple majority, which is 50 votes, which is exactly the amount of, of representatives they have in the Senate. So it's 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 complicated Very it's kind of still it's still moving there's a lot of moving pieces a lot of moving parts. um it, it'd be really difficult and complicated to really get into it, it no no like, we will we'll move on take this a whole is a, section no, this is going to be an um, ongoing story but if, believe but if, me but if yeah exactly this will be an ongoing story we're going to keep you educated things, as we're educated but let's here. let's be clear about it. a few of the things that the other budget what we're talking about is a 3.5 trillion that the democrats want to pass is going to extend the child tax credit. I know a lot of you guys are getting those checks right now for for your kids. Uh, yeah, that's going to extend five years, so you can thank the Democrats for that. Um, and they're also going to give you two years of free community college. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, I wish I had that. I probably would have done that. Like, if I was told I would have gotten the two years for free, I probably would have. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's a lot of good good infrastructure in there, and as well as broadband internet for rural areas. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy because we've always lived in major cities. There's some communities in rural areas that literally do not have internet. It's so weird. Uh, depending crazy. on satellites or some type of infrastructure that isn't stable. Like so. my parents in North Carolina still um up and starting over telling us, telling us we're going too long and saying move on, move on. But yeah, my parents have um, direct TV in North Carolina because I don't think they could get cable, you know, where they lived in that small area of North Carolina. And they met Ken now, but they've lived there like 20 years, you know. So you got to wait 20 years to be able to get cable or internet yeah i mean there's basic infrastructure that's gonna you know speed up our economy a little bit better if we can get this in line 
I agree. I agree. All right. Well, let's um let's let's take a quick break. A funny break, actually. Um, this is the New Jersey governor talking to some people, and it's it's just hilarious. I'm going to play it. Please get vaccinated if you are not vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. Period. These folks back there have lost their mind. You've lost your minds. You are the ultimate knuckleheads, and because of what you said, are standing knuckleheads. for. People are losing their life. See, that's not funny. That's People not funny. People are losing their life. We're calling them knuckleheads is funny. Look in the mirror. It's like Larry David. Look in the mirror. I, I mean... I mean, it's a crazy time. Like, it's crazy. We're, we're literally in the midst of... It's a uh, war on masks. The phase four of the pandemic, and there's literally a cure. Like, I think we've said this before on a few other episodes. There's a cure. There's an end to the, to the problem we're currently in. Uh, and we just refuse to to take the solution and move forward. We just continue to, you know, go backwards. So yep. I understand. And, you know, a lot of this new variant with the Delta variant is affecting kids. There's a lot of kids ending up in the hospital. Uh, there's a lot of kids, you know, that have asthma already, some other type of health issues. And they can't get vaccinated. So they're at the whims of adults who are supposed to be responsible looking out for them. To, to not get them infected, but you know, these people aren't getting vaccinated, so it's how are they gonna do that? Guys. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean, so, we could go on and all day and tell stories about how these teachers are begging because they have cancer and they can't come to the classroom because they have bad immune systems, they can't teach with these kids and spread their germs. But I mean, you, we could we could have a whole show just talking about so. Um, all right, let's move on to some positive news with this. Well, um, good news for coronavirus. Anthony Fauci says the FAA is probably only a few weeks away from having full approval. And by then, they're going to say, get that shot or you're not going to be able to do anything. You might as well not even be associated with society anymore. But I think that's not a problem for some of these people. Some of these people that don't want to get the shot, they're not going to baseball games and to the Bahamas and to Europe on a plane or a cruise or anywhere really or to Disneyland because they're poor and they're dumb and they don't have money to do anything anyway so all they're doing is spreading the germs around to the other people that are able to go out and do things but that's my little rant on that um, let's move on to another idiot in the news uh, Rand Paul I think I have a clip of Rand Paul please you know, you say you need to trust the doctors, but David, Senator Rand Paul, also a doctor, is railing against the CDC's guidance on masks. Take a listen. President Biden, we will not accept your agency's mandates or your reported moves towards a lockdown. No one should follow the CDC's anti-science mask mandates. No one should follow the CDC's anti-science mask mandates? I mean, we're also at this point, David, where you just have to wonder, how do we come back from this? Do you have any idea what kind of doctor he is? I think he was a medical doctor. Ah, uh, wrong wrong. Wait, wait for it. It's worth it. You know, you say you need to trust the doctors, but David, Senator Rand Paul also should follow the CDC's anti-science mask mandates. I mean, we're also at this point, David, where you just have to wonder, how do we come back from this? Well, uh, Dr. Rand Paul is an ophthalmologist, <laughs> um, an eye doctor. Uh, he I love has no, no more insight into virology than, than you or I or any other listener of, of this program. Um, if, if you're a car mechanic, you know as much about viruses as, as Rand Paul does. Um, uh, but Rand Paul, to do him justice, is at least an authentic crank. Um, he has been cranky on so many issues. Is he the same so guy that got beat up in his yard um, by his it's, neighbor? It's not, it's not surprising. Or like having an argument about mowing the grass or something? Modern medicine, I'm not too. sure about that. Um, I think he was. What is more no. disturbing are the politicians well, Anyway, don't listen to him because he's an eye doctor, people. That's all I wanted to say. So there, he sure throws in the, the doctor a lot. I've heard Dr. Rand Paul, doctor this. He might as well be a psychologist. right? Talking about, you know, virology. Genius, I'm sure, though, on everything. My only issue is with this is like, why do we spend so money for this, so much money in the CDC if we don't even believe the science? You're not going to listen to them, right? Like, what's the point? Just don't have it. Just get rid of it and just say, we all go back to the wild, wild west where we're, you know, like not wiping our ass and spitting on a cut or that's like training. It. That's like training our Olympic athletes and then throwing in some randoms you found at the airport to go on a plane and represent the United States. Like I saw something today, like and it wasn't even didn't even say this, but I was looking up something about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I somebody had a meme 
back in the day about book burnings and it didn't even make this comparison but in my head i was thinking like god that's right it's like these people that are out there burning masks and refusing to wear a mask that's almost as stupid as book burnings were like you know they're probably the same people that would be supporting book burnings because it's education and science I mean, and we have enlightenment these, we, I, I, we have all these institutions in place for a reason you know what i mean because yeah. when there's something goes astray we have intelligent people that have studied this for you know 20 30 40 years on viruses yeah, that's like in order in order to protect us and you know protect our national security and then to not listen to them in the midst of a pandemic makes absolutely no sense to me I and totally taking agree. taking advice from your cousin billy who sells pizza billy you know, at pizza hut yeah i mean that's it makes no sense to me I totally agree. And something else that makes no sense to me that I think is strange, but you might kind of elaborate for me. Um, so apparently the census results have came back and they're puzzling results. Um, apparently it's the highest number of unanswered questions ever, reflecting in the early stages, um, less about there was about 10 to 20% of questions were not answered. Um, census bureaus and statisticians are trying to find out like with mathematic equations, ways to fill in the gaps, but um, residents did not respond to a multitude of multitude, multitude. <laughs> residents did not <laughs> respond to a multitude of questions about race, sex, Hispanic background, family relationships, age, and they would not even provide counts to the number of people living within the home. Um, I'm sure you're gonna have interesting, if I would have never met you, I would have been that strange. Why wouldn't people wanna answer those questions? But given you are the Latin X member of the show, I've been somewhat enlightened, but I'll let you tell this reason probably. Well, I mean, I haven't looked at the data on what's actually missing, but I mean, if, when I those was, are the if, yeah, if, I, if I was actually safe from my own opinion, you know, being working in the communities that a lot of this data that's shared with the government, a lot of people are a little apprehensive to, you know, put how many people live in their household or what their, their legal status is. And, you know, all this information is actually confidential, uh, but it was used during the Trump administration as a scare tactic True. to, to underrepresent the amount of people that live in certain demographics. And what I think a lot of people fail to realize is that uh, you get a certain amount of money for the area you live in based on how many people actually live in that population. Oh, so I didn't so, know that. Like, well, so, how does that work? Like for funding so, and yeah, schools? Yeah, for, and... for, for federal funding. So say say there's you get 20,000 people answer the census and you know they have a certain amount of people that go to that school. Your school's going to get that much funding for the, that amount of people. So if you're not counting the actual amount of people that live in your area, you're underfunded based on those numbers. So That makes sense. So you want to give people an accurate viewing of what's going on so they can accurately fund for that need yeah and and also what what people fail to realize too is you know there's a whole you know political sphere with this as well the amount of people you have in your area also gives you representatives mm, that's uh, right the population will give you another you know representative in the house of representatives for example who didn't somebody just get a, a state just got a new representative right yeah, there's a few states. Like Texas, that, got no, one. some like California lost a representative. California lost uh, one. You know, Texas got two representatives. I mean, here in Nevada, we kind of stayed even, but we're looking to gain a representative at the next census. You know, I mean, just by the growing number of the population, uh, and this has a whole worldly, you know, I mean, effect on on everybody that's in the state. Yeah, because we need to be taken care of by the city and the state, and tax dollars pay for that, and they can't allocate tax dollars appropriately if they don't know how to do it. So, um, I mean, um, you know, we, we're not a third world country and th things like that are what I think bring us down sometimes where we don't have the full picture of what's going on within our own society. Um, like in Afghanistan right now, like, you know, we were just watching a documentary last night because I'd really never researched it much. And it's a very interesting culture. And, you know, you can tell that they just don't have, have never had any kind of structure um, like this thing with this gas tax, that there are mileage tax, sorry, that they're thinking about implementing with this infrastructure bill. You got to think about these things ahead of time to plan or you'll end up like Afghanistan and like you would never get anywhere and you would be, um, you'd be doing this. Abuzkashi, Central Asian game, very popular. You play with a dead on Fun Sport Friday. We got Buzkashi, Central Asian game, very popular. You play with a dead 
goat carcass. They say it can weigh up to 99 pounds. If you're wondering if that was a drone... How do you pronounce it again? I have no idea. Bushkashi? It, was, it, it sounds like something nasty. Yeah, it was, gay it was porno. actually the first time we saw this game, but it's it's a traditional Afghani game where there's literally like a hundred people on a on horseback, and it's you like polo. And you have to yeah, it's like polo with a dead goat. To, instead of dragging a ball from one end to one end, <laughs> you're, you're dragging a dead carcass. Of, was it a cattle? I think it's it a, a dead goat. It's from so you're trying to and you try to throw into this like giant hole. Yeah, it's the other side of the field. They didn't. I wish people could see the video. It's I mean, hilarious. but we have just this crazy amount of stuff going on here. You know, imagine like a giant like golf hole, like a giant one that a person could fit inside. They ride on these horses, and sometimes they'll try to throw the goat in the hole, but they'll fall off the horse and they'll end up in the hole themselves, flying in the air. It was. If you're wondering if there have drones flying, but they're still using dead goats as the ball, they are. They very much are. You go on horseback, you take the goat, and you try to put it in this giant hole. This is a very formal game. There's informal games where there's no boundaries. Uh-oh, let's just, going to need to get that one in the hole. Oh, my God. All right, I just thought that was fascinating, so I want to bring that up. Uh, and for the news, Apple is having some issues right now with their privacy security. Uh, I guess Apple has announced that they're going to start scanning iPhones for different kinds of pornography. I think it's supposedly be for child pornography. Um, but they also said something about they're going to be scanning messages. So they're on the defense right now. from CNBC. We're at CES 19 in Las Vegas. Apple doesn't usually have any sort of presence at CES. But this year, it has this giant sign behind me that says, what happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone. Does it? Does it, Apple? Does it? Much, except that it keeps things private, except this year. I'm cool with them looking for child pornography. That's just, that's I just, just my thing is, like, don't be. But the, that, the message no, is, you know what I mean? They're, I don't, I don't like it. Because don't be like, oh, we're all the privacy. We're so about you and the privacy. And then do this. I'm sorry. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I think it's, I think it's. It's an invasion. Where's my Where's Marjorie Taylor Greene? Where's Marjorie Taylor Greene? I need her. Where's my, I need somebody to just stand up for my rights. Oh please. <laughs> yeah, right, but uh, I mean, if if Apple is going to be you know the the carrier for privacy, they thank need you. To, they need to be the carrier of privacy thank and you. let the law enforcement handle you know those thank type you. of issues. It's not Apple. If you want to get a warrant or whatever, knock yourself out. But I mean, am I going to switch and get a new phone? No, because I mean, I'm just not going to. So I guess they figure. Why not? Because people aren't going to switch anyway. So I guess, whatever. What can you do? It's one of those just shake your head, what can you do kind of moments. Um, unfortunately, here's another shake your head kind of moment we got going on. I think this is a Jesse story, actually, um, that was submitted what up, world? by Mr. Jesse it's over your there. Boy. Just one of the guys down here. Well, I could be more specific. Uh, I'm a human. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us, Earthlings out there, just wanted to say. I love that little dicky jam. Um, but apparently, Jesse, do you want to take this one? I can start. Uh, humans have pushed climate into apparently we can't come back from kind of limit at this point is what they're saying. Um, landmark UN report is kind of finding this. Uh, more than three decades ago, a collection of scientists got together and they, they noticed these trends that were happening. Um, they first warned that humans were fueling a dangerous greenhouse effect and that if world, the world didn't act collectively and deliberately to slow Earth's warming, there could be a profound consequence for yeah, so, people and nature alike. Yeah, so basically what the report found is that the world is actually warming at a faster pace than they actually previously thought it was. So they're, they're saying that if we continue on the same course we're on, by 2030, uh, the temperature will increase by 1.5 degrees. Doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean, it has the, the ability to literally transform the landscape of the, of the world with floods, hurricanes, fires. And I think we kind of have a taste of that. We're, we're seeing that now as we speak. You know, I mean, California just Imagine this. If, you're, if your front teeth grew 1.5 inches every year, you'd probably notice that, wouldn't you? But so it's like you got to think it's like we don't notice it because it's such a big world and but I mean and it's like people getting fat or gaining weight or losing weight you might not notice somebody gain weight if you see them um, not too often or you know um, not every day but if you see somebody every day you're not going to notice if they gain weight see what I'm getting here you're like yeah. not really going to notice it if it's just little by little but that's where science comes in and they've 
tested it and they can show that this was the temperature then, this was the temperature now. We're showing a trend. We look at trends to buy stocks and to evaluate different markets in developing countries. That's, that's what we do. And if a trend shows something, people usually want to follow that trend to the money. Why not follow the trend here to, you know, save ourselves and I mean, it's been 117 degrees a couple of days here. It's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, you know? So, you know, so what they've said is that climate change is, is being led to irreversible shifts for the next, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. And they actually dubbed this uh, Code Red for Humanity by the United Nations. And the report says unequivocally humans have caused climate change, driving up greenhouse gas emissions to lead to warmer weather. Um, and what we've reached is 1.5 degrees Celsius of warming much sooner than previously expected. Uh, one of the most striking takes away, takeaways is that we may reach 1.5 degrees Celsius warmer a decade earlier than we had previously thought. So this whole time, you know, we're trying to work on legislation like the Green New Deal or, you know, we're so getting, late. Pe getting people to drive electric cars. Yeah. And, and we think we have this time window that we really don't. And we just lost 10 years on that window. So it's shrieking even faster than we think it is. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Um, let's get into Dr. Ever's new, new news that you need to know. We'll be right back on the Dr. Ever Project. Definitely not good news for Governor Cuomo. Somebody is in the hot seat. Nana, nana, boo, boo. Most of the accusers worked for state agencies or in the governor's office. I believe women, and I believe these 11 women. One young executive assistant told investigators Cuomo's inappropriate contact escalated over time. Kisses, grabbing her behind, and eventually an incident inside the governor's mansion last November. I don't know what that was. An incident? What could that be? I could feel him pushing my oh, body okay. against his There's and definitely making sure that he could feel my breasts wait, wait, wait. up against right, his body. I could feel him pushing my body against his and definitely making sure that he could feel my breasts up against his body, she told investigators. Like many, she said she was afraid if she spoke out, she'd lose her job and was so nervous she sometimes had hives on her neck. I think he felt like he was untouchable in a lot of ways. Yeah. Charlotte Bennett told the governor that she had survived a sexual assault, but says he went on to have inappropriate and sexually suggestive conversations with her. Today, the governor, who has disputed the allegations, said her complaint has bothered him the most. Cuomo revealing for the first time that he has a family member who also survived assault and wanted to help her. I oh thought okay. I could help oh, her I've heard this. through okay. a difficult time. So he said this before I about this girl. I did ask her questions I don't normally ask people. Charlotte. Yes, I but there's a difference in asking in questions, putting hand on side of face, um, you know, giving somebody a little kiss on the cheek. There's a completely huge difference in doing that and then putting your hand up someone's dress or on their boob or their butt. Um, is it a crime? I guess maybe. Is it something that happens to every waitress probably ever in America? Uh, definitely, probably too, but should it be happening with the governor of New York? No, definitely not. So. He should definitely resign. What do you think? We're, we're just going to do a quick little yes, no, and we'll move on with this. Yeah, he should definitely resign. Think he should go? Yeah. Okay. He should go on so yesterday. I think so too. So, you know, flush on that one. It's, I think he's a nice guy, but you know what? My dad's probably done something to a waitress or something, you know, back in the day or that made some, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, like, I might have, who knows? But I mean, my, my grandpa if it's causing, used to, like they say, it's paralyzing the government. You can't yeah. get anything done. Well, I mean, my grandpa used to slap the waitress on a butt. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but, but we've learned from that. I'm a gay I mean, guy and I've done stuff like that, joking. Yeah, but we're also not the governor, and you're also not a right. powerful person who's using your influence right. to kind of just I get create it. a whole, you know, network of, of people you've taken advantage of. I get it. All right, um, we got another infrastructure clip, but officially start a debate on the bipartisan 1.2 trillion dollar infrastructure bill for roads, bridges, water, and broadband. The vote took place late last night with the help of 18 Republicans, but there is still significant GOP opposition to the bill. And what comes next? Capitol Hill correspondent Eric Rosales reports. 
The 30-hour countdown clock for debate on the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package. All right, so that's just tells talking about who got it. It was the 68 to 20 whatever moving forward. So we won't do that anymore. Was this a round two that. on the infrastructure? Well, I mean, it was like, because it happened yesterday. So I pulled that article yesterday and then it happened, like they did it today, but it wasn't I mean, sure when it was going to happen. So it's like, this, this stuff is happening so this fast. This is transformative. It, this is transformative legislation. Yeah. Like repairing the bridges. So I want to understand. Repairing, you know, the roads and broadband internet. This is huge legislation. I know a lot of people probably don't pay much attention to it, but this is transformative legislation that they've been trying to pass for probably 30 years now. If you're 20, 30, 40 years old, this is going to change what you see in your lifetime, I think, is what. It's going to change the way we as Americans kind of live and some of the things that we do that aren't working and that could be done better are going to be able to get better if we can continue this movement um, forward towards a more pro progressive society, cleaner energy, less cars on the road, more public transit, more education, better health care. All those things are, you know, coming, but yeah, you know, they're I coming think, slowly. I think, I'm not sure if, I don't think it was in this piece of the infrastructure bill, but there was something cool. They wanted to, you know, create a high-speed rail uh, from people from LA to get to Las Vegas on a high-speed rail, which would, you know, take thousands of cars off, off the road and get you here in I 45 minutes. Now. So you know what? You can get drunk on the way from LA to Vegas and you're five steps ahead yeah. of yourself in, in party mode before you get to Vegas. See, like that's what you can do in New York. So say you wanna, you're in Long Island, you wanna take the, the Long Island Railroad to the city, you just hop on the train, take, get you a beer in a brown bag, have, have a drink, meet some new friends and go to the bar, you know? It's a good time. All right, let's move on. We got some more stuff on this list. Oh, one of my like favorite people got COVID. We were just talking about her. Um, Whoopi? No, not Whoopi. Whoopi would not get COVID, please. Whoopi is favorite person. I also um, remember we were talking recently about um, Kelly Clarkson, and we uh, I learned that her, I guess, mother-in-law passed. Mother-in-law was Reba, and I think Reba got COVID. Let's see. You think or she did? Pretty sure. I was born three months too early. The doctor gave oh, me yeah. 30 days. So Reba McIntyre and her husband. What's his name? Let me see. What's his name? Um, Lex Lynn. Rex Lynn. Sorry. Country singer Reba McIntyre says that her boyfriend Rex Lynn and her both have tested positive for COVID-19. So, hope she gets all right. She got a breakthrough infection, so she was vaccinated. She says, I just want to say one thing. This has been a hard year, and it's getting rougher again. And um, on a TikTok video, they told everybody, you guys, please stay safe, wear your mask, do what you have to do, and stay home. I mean, I think for, like... Last month, we were all under this impression that as soon as you get your vaccine, vaccine you are fine, you're good to go. You're going to be a survivor. But I, but I think we're, uh, so I'm just trying to get traumatized. We're trying to live through the same experience we had before. Like, we were uh, starting to plan to do things. We've already had to, we've already planned things and canceled them. Hey, I think we had a few uh, in-person Doctor Whoever events coming up that we had to cancel. We're canceling things left and right. Job things are getting canceled. Vacation plans, everything's getting canceled. But you know how you don't get canceled? You do exactly what Dolly tells you to do. Well, hey, it's me. I'm finally going to get my vaccine. I'm so excited. I've been waiting a while. I'm old enough to get it. I love I'm smart cry. enough to get it. So I'm very happy that I'm going to get my Moderna shot today. And I wanted to tell everybody that you should get out there and do it too. I even changed one of my songs to fit the occasion. It goes, <clears throat> vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Because once you're dead, then that's a bit too late. <laughs> I know I'm trying to be funny now, but I'm dead serious about the vaccine. I think we all want to get back to normal, whatever that is, and that would be a great shot in the arm, wouldn't it, if we could get back to that. But anyhow, I just wanted to encourage everybody, because the sooner we get to feeling better, the sooner we are going to get back to being normal. So I just want to say to all of you cowards out there, don't be such a chicken squat. Get out there. 
get you shot. Chicken squat. Anyway, that's my her. message to you. So I am going to call on my friend, Dr. Nausea Boomrod, that's worked in research here at Vanderbilt. That's where I am today. Dolly got her to He's Vanderbilt University. He's going to me in my arm. And so I'm going to call him in. I'm going to mask up first, though, because I have a pretty good distance between me and the camera. I want to get to the person that's in. I'm going to wait for you. All right. I'm sorry. It's all right. Do what you got to do. You're the doctor. I'm just the patient. I didn't know he was going to be so clumsy. I hope you're going to do better with my shot. <laughs> and I hope this don't look like it does on TV where it looks like they're driving an ice-picking yarn. Okay. Now, okay. let me ask you. I have two questions to ask you. Okay. Do you have any bleeding disorders? No. Any serious allergies? Uh, All right, well, we're going to let Dolly get her shot, and we're going to come right back, and we're going to get into... Oh, that crazy person we just talked about, she's on the list. I just saw that MTG. But um, we're going to talk about something cool Target's doing. We'll be right back on the Dr. Ever Project. Just wait for Dolly to get her shot. Well, it didn't take this long to film 9 to 5. <laughs> okay. I'm still waiting. Well, I've been waiting since December. I've been in So if you're one of the thousands of people that work at a Target in America, guess what? You're going to college for free. Target has, an, has announced that it will begin paying the college tuition and textbook expenses for its U.S.-based part-time and full-time employees who attend select schools. The retail giant is following the lead of other U.S. chains, offering more benefits to attract, retain talent in a tight job market. Starting as early as their first day for the job, more than 340,000 employees at Target stores and distribution centers will now be able to choose from 250 programs at over 40 schools and universities across the country, and they won't have to pay a dollar. Did we get endorsed by Target? I didn't know we that. We should be. That that's on like, CNN, that so like an check it out. I love it when somebody's doing like something good for the community. Yeah, I think Walmart, It makes me want to shop at Target more. I think Walmart announced the same thing last week. Um, what, what I'm looking for for these you know, big chains is to make every single university and public school uh, that anybody can attend free. See, but not, this is on the not way. Not a certain list. But I, this I, is on the way to yeah. there. But that's a lot of schools, though. Because, you know, if I was working at Target and my school wasn't on the list, I'd be pretty pissed. But, I mean, I'd say something's better than nothing at this point. If, if a private business is doing something more beneficial to the public than the government is doing, then that's, that's a problem right there, in my opinion. And you know why that's a problem? Uh, clip number nine is why. You lucky people here in Alabama might get a knock on your door because I hear Alabama might be one of the most unvaccinated states in the nation. Yeah, so great. Not well, be Joe Biden wants to come talk to you guys. He's going to be sending one of his police state friends uh, to your front door to knock on the door, take down your name, your address, your family members' names, your phone numbers, your cell phone numbers, probably ask for your social security number, and whether you've taken the vaccine or not. Yeah, well, what they don't know is in the South, we all love our Second Amendment rights. And we're not real big on strangers showing up on our front door, are we? I mean, I don't like people showing up in my front door like either, but I mean... Alright, help me here. Help me. Help yeah, me unpack this one, please. Riling up a crowd I mean, in, in she really just, you know, throughout, you know, to... she's going to use her gun on Joe Biden and his supporters coming to help this community that has horrible political leaders that are driving them to the emergency room, making them incur an unreasonable amount of debt 
from contracting COVID-19. That's just the big to, thing that people are push, forgetting. Yeah, just to push their political careers. I think it's disgusting. I think she should step down from her position oh, as representative yes. of the House of Representatives because she is definitely not helping her constituents at all. She's hurting people. She's spreading lies, misinformation, and she's going to get people killed. And it's it's really sad that she's a member of Congress. Very much. So it is. It's it's uh, it's just kind of depressing, but whatever. Hopefully she'll be out soon. Um, moving on, somebody else I know you like, the Obamas. So I guess Obama had to can his birthday party for his 60th. But <laughs> what they do? They just like make it smaller or what? Like. It's not really major news, but I just give him credit for noticing that people were, had a problem with it and he kind of curtailed it and made it a little smaller, you know, canceled it, whatever. Um, I know that it was planned, wasn't it planned like at his house and he has like a big giant house? No, it was it was planned for Martha's Vineyard. Oh, that's why. And then they switched it to the house and made it smaller. That's, is that what it was? I mean, see, see, what Obama did was he put the country before himself. He realized that he, even though he's not the president, he's a you know everyday citizen now. That he still holds a lot of weight in in this country, and he did what he other people are asking of other people to do is scale down. Yep. Don't do something on a large scale. Mm -hmm. And let me lead by example. And that's yeah, he exactly says right here. Um, yeah, former President Barack Obama has scaled back his 60th birthday. Attendance is now limited to family and close friends. A published report says so. There you go. If you're worried about Obama, now you can shut the fuck up. Leave Obama alone. He's not even president anymore. <laughs> let Joe Biden like have the attention for now. Just like let Obama just retire and chill. Let that man write some books. All right. Um, I know you love this person. Um, so we're gonna get into LGBTQ plus news real quick on the Doctor Ever Project. We'll be right back. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yeah. <laughs> LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. So a former sprinter is uh, questioning whether a silver medalist from, I think, what country was it from? So a Polish sprinter who won the Olympics before is claiming that they should test this um, other sprinter from Nambia because he thinks that there's no way she could have broken his record. She must be a man. <laughs> that's like some that's like some Donald Trump shit right there, you know? You lost, bro. Your record is yeah. is, is done. A, a chick took it. Deal with it. Let it go. And um and also another LGBT news. Megan the Stallion, you know, I know you like her. She's um oh I hear Odie is not happy somewhere. You wanna go grab him real quick? No, he, go ahead. Uh, he's alright. Well, we're almost done anyway. Um, Megan the Stallion, she's telling the baby to shut the hell up, I guess. Um, everybody is, but I just I just wanted to play this song. I was about to throw in here. But um, I guess uh, Megan Stallion says it's about time for hip hop to embrace their other gay artists after the the baby aftermath. And you know, I give her credit. She all these these people that are up there flaunting their sexuality a lot like that and all like they're the ones that are comfortable with everybody and they're comfortable with themselves which makes them be more comfortable with other people as well. So I give her applause for that. I don't have any opinion really on Megan Stallion other than this video from Saturday Night Live and this article, so that's about all I know. And then um, further news from that, apparently the president of the largest LGBT rights group in the country is possibly gonna have to step down because he was questioning some of the accusers of Governor Cuomo and kind of defending Cuomo and not defending the women and he's getting major pushback from that so we'll keep you updated if anything happens about that and then the last story I got is let's see oh this is Little Nas X I'm really loving this song I can only understand about like 30% of what he's saying, but it really, it makes me just like want to bob back and forth and like smoke some weed. It's really like relaxing. <laughs> but uh, Little Nas X, he's coming out about his LGBT experience coming out. 
Uh, he says, growing up in Atlanta, he saw a lot of microaggressions toward homosexuality. Um, I remember seeing stuff like that, you know, myself. Um, he's saying he remembers going to an IHOP and a family member saying, look at those faggots over there. Um, just because two people were kind of eating and they were a man and a man. Or little things like, boys don't cry, you shake it off. And, you know, things just like going out and playing football and basketball when he wanted to stay in and, you know, maybe write music. Um, I think I'd give him credit for coming out. He wrote a whole thing about it, but I'm not going to read the whole article. If you want to check it out, it's on uh, BuzzFeed News. Just little Nas X coming out story. It's pretty inspirational. So if you know anybody in your life that's struggling, it's a good little thing to send. Um, you know, send it to them. He's, he's definitely an interesting character, in my opinion. You don't see him come out and talk too much in, in actual... Um, like live recordings, I guess, like of interviews. Most of the things I've seen have been produced or quotes like this, but he seems like a really cool guy and I wish him all the luck with his career. Um, let's go on and move on to Las Vegas local news. If you're wondering um, why I'm playing this song, Aaron's party. So uh, in local Las Vegas news, Aaron Carter is going fully nude in the musical review Naked Boys Singing. So um, we're going to go definitely check that out. So I can't. who is he the brother of again? He's Nick Carter from Backstreet Boys, little brother who's been on like, actually he's in the clip. This clip that I have right here, where's my drugs clip? Okay, let me stop everything. Okay. He's, Stop it all. He's yeah. in this clip. Breaking news. He's in the drugs clip. I'll find it. And this is heroin. Yeah, we have a lot of questions. Why do you have to do this to every room in the house? Because I guess he's been on drugs and like, he's on only OnlyFans now. So he's just like showing his wiener anyway on OnlyFans. So what difference does it make? So I guess he doesn't really care at this point. This is him. Dollars and dollars. How else was they gonna make it? I love that whole class of medication. So when we say benzos, obviously we're talking about Ativan, Xanax, Clonopin, you know, all those, right? All the benzo family. So that's him right there saying all the benzo family, and they're telling him like what benzos are, and you can't take benzos because they're like gonna kill you. And that's like what my cousin overdosed on was something like a was like a benzo something, but it was heroin probably or some kind of a benzo pharmaceutical. But that's actually the clip that I used in my intro was Aaron Carter on the doctors. But hey, if you want to go see Aaron Carter's wiener and probably pay less than you would have to pay for it on OnlyFans, <laughs> go to this uh, Naked Boy singing in Las Vegas. You might see us there. And in other Las Vegas news, Gene Simmons is confirming that KISS is going to do a residency in Las Vegas. I think it's going to be quick, though. Yeah, it looks like it's December 27th through February at the Zappos Theater. So if you like KISS, check out that in local Las Vegas news. All right, we're going to move on to pop culture. We'll be right back. This is Hollywood. The most famous, the most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes, and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes, and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and fascinating place called Hollywood. So we heard all this stuff about the celebrities like that shower regularly and the celebrities that like don't and this like feud. So like I guess Jake Gyllenhaal came out talking about like he doesn't shower a lot and they don't wash their kids and like I'm one of those people too he says he's like waits for the stink but like I shower in the morning because I like to just wake up I wear contacts I like to get the crust out of my eyes I also fix my hair so I want to just kind of get my hair wet like it's not always shower cleanliness shower it's more because I want to shower but Jake Gyllenhaal saying, hey, don't worry about showering so much. And then he got The Rock. He comes out and he's like, bitch, I shower three times. Water shortage, what? Uh, and they're essentially trying to replace cable television by becoming cable television. You can, you can buy Disney. You can buy Netflix. You can buy HBO Max. You can buy Paramount Plus, which is CBS. Fox has a service. Uh, Fox has an all-access service. Um, I guess I have to make a retraction, Jesse. So apparently the Jeopardy host that we thought is incorrect. 
Um, apparently, Jeopardy fans are spiraling out of control over the new host. Um, on Wednesday, Variety, Variety reported Jeopardy's executive producer, Mike Richards, maybe we're related, you know, <laughs> secretly that's not his name, um, is advanced negotiations to become the next host. Fans of the long-running quiz show had some questions, such as who and why. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> Well, his name is Michael Richards' son, not Richards. Or yeah, so check him out if you um if you're interested in Jeopardy. I I can't say that I've ever watched an entire episode of Jeopardy. So, but um I know we got somebody else in here that you do like in the news. It's our favorite fat friend Lizzo. She's explaining something. Topic of conversation. My ass has been in magazines. So um, gave my ass a standing Lizzo's ovation. talking about her ass because yes, she is going to give a TED talk about twerking. So this is her TED talk about twerking, okay? My ass has been the topic of conversation. My ass has been in magazines. Rihanna gave my ass a standing ovation. Yes, my booty. My least favorite part of my body. How did this happen? Twerking. <laughs> Through the movement of twerking, I discovered my ass is my greatest asset. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ted Twerk. <laughs> I'm gonna take my shoes off, is that okay with y'all? Black people carried the origins of this dance through our DNA, through our blood, through our bones. We made twerking the global cultural phenomenon it has become today. I want to add to the classical etymology of this dance because it matters. From TikTok trends to songs and humor, we see so much erasure of what black people have created. I'm not trying to gatekeep, but I'm definitely trying to let you know who built the damn gate. All right, Lizzo. I, I, it is. People want their cultures, and their culture should be accepted and appreciated, no matter if it's shaking your butt or wearing a bikini or getting circumcised or whatever. If that's your culture and it's not hurting anybody else, you should be able to do it if you want to do it. So you're um, going to be hearing about Lizzo uh, on the regular. She has a song dropping this Friday. I wondered why. With yeah, the I was, one and only Cardi B. Okay, because I was literally just thinking, like, why is she so relevant lately? Because the whole thing we talked about the, the other day when somebody claimed that she, like, killed somebody in a crowd diving accident, <laughs> crowd surfing accident. I mean... Those are all rumors, and that's oh, that's exactly why her new single yeah. is called Rumors. Oh, okay, gotcha. So that was all, we just fed into it. Like I tried to explain to people, we're just feeding into this. When, when they get up there and get half naked and kiss all of each other and lick and basically have sex on stage, and you go on Facebook and talk about how much you disapprove of it, you're giving them exactly what they want. They're like, yay, more people are going to see it now, and we're going to make more money. I love me some Lizzo. Oh, I like Lizzo, too. I, if you want to go up there and twerk yourself to death, knock yourself out. Um, something else I liked that I like, was so frowned upon growing up was um, was uh, this little this little gym right here. I'm going down south, I'm going to have myself a time. Friendly faces everywhere, humble folks without temptation. Going down south, I'm going to leave my wolves behind. Alright, so we're all going to be going down to South Park for quite some time to come because they got extended by Paramount Plus till 2027. Um, and this $900 million deal um, that fans are absolutely stunned by, South Park is going to get 14 made-for-TV movies and then also extended out for seasons until 2027. So, hey... Congratulations, though, guys. I like how they keep it topical. They keep you entertained, but they also keep it topical and find an interesting way to present um, news to people that might not um, consume news in other formats. So I, I, I like that. And another little pop culture, more friendly cartoon news. Do you remember, do you know what, if I play this theme song in your head, do you know what this is? Let's see. After more than 9,000 wonderful kinds of days, Arthur is ending with its 20 even said the name and I bet you don't know what it is. I couldn't hear that part. It's that Arthur Aardvark, Arthur uh, from yeah, PBS. I, I never watched it. Yeah, I didn't think you did. I remember we was like doing like a, we were doing a contest one time about theme songs and you were like, I've never seen that thing before. It's Arthur the Aardvark. 
marriage. Fans of the yeah, they apparently in this last season they did like a same-sex marriage. So Arthur was getting progressive over its 25-year run. But um, Arthur, after 25 seasons, that popular children's show is coming to an end. Um, but I'm sure it'll still remain alive on HBO Max or Paramount Plus, and you'll be able to enjoy it with your kids. Something about like having those stay stay on these services forever, like knowing I can go back and watch Free Willy anytime I want, is like so nice to know. Is that what you want to watch, Free Willy? <laughs> it just kind of popped in my head. I was like, I love Free Willy. It's one of my favorite movies. All right, we're gonna skip that. We'll talk about that later. Let's see. Okay, so uh, we got to play this clip since I started it. Um, there's like an Arizona lawmaker this in trouble clip 14 that's what that is state senator tony navarrete faces seven felony charges connected to alleged sexual conduct with a minor if convicted on all charges navarrete could be sent to prison for at least 49 years you should have no contact with minors absolutely according to this police report the alleged sexual all right so apparently this is a lawmaker in arizona that's for the state i guess state senate and he looks like a fairly young kind of guy. Um, and recently he was just arrested, Tony Navarretti. Um, and from what my understanding is that this was with a male. So let's see if they say it in these clips right here. According to this police report, the alleged sexual conduct started when the victim was 12 or 13 years old and living at a home he shared with Navarrete, who also goes by his given name, Otoniel. The child is now 16. The boy told police this week he recalled waking up to Otoniel touching his penis. Otoniel then performed oral sex on the victim. The victim reported this occurred several times. On Thursday, in a call recorded by police, the boy asked Otoniel if he regretted touching the boy. Otoniel responded, of course I regret any bad actions okay, that so I did. Okay, so he admitted it. So this Arizona lawmaker, shame, shame, shame. Can't be touching little boys now. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Get ya. If he didn't get caught, Apple would have caught him. That's right, Apple would have caught him. <laughs> she got a drum roll for that, Jesse. <laughs> All right, another news. A Dallas firefighter that allegedly faked family COVID diagnosis should lounge in a local resort is being fined $12,500 for the scheme. And when he said, when he was asked why he did it, he said greed, I guess, according to the court documents. So. Eh, they caught him at least. Alright, let's see what else we got. What else we got today? What else we got? I almost just lost my place here. We're almost done, Mr. Jesse. Only a couple more things left. Oh, look at Stonehenge. So, like, we've been to Stonehenge in England. Apparently, they were able to do, like, some research, and they found out exactly what it's made out of. It's, like, 99.7% quartz. But then they did some sampling, and they said it's between 60... 6 million and 23 million years old, like the stone that's used for it. That's kind of cool. I thought cool. that was kind of cool. Um, and also, we talked about the FCC. So if you're ever moving somewhere, I know a lot of people moved here recently, and like they're new, moving to a city or a town or even a state, and you might want to know what kind of phone you can get. Um, the FCC just finally released the first kind of, how me here, like user-friendly, interactive, I guess yeah, you would call it, map. So you can kind of click the different check boxes for like AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon. I think that's all now, right? And then it'll show you what is in the area you're looking at on the map. It's pretty cool, it's on engadget.com. It's cool, but it's not accurate because my reception here yeah, is it's garbage. Not, it's more for it general, do. it's more for general, like where you should have reception, not meaning you're gonna have a. So when you're pissed reception. off, just know you should have reception. You should have reception. Hey, this is a tool for you to call and yell at someone in customer service that works in India and ask why your phone service isn't working. All right, in other news, NASA is looking for people to spend a year on Mars. Not really on Mars, but they're going to pretend like they're on Mars in Houston, Texas. So if you want to volunteer and kind of also get paid, check out uh, newskies.com or visit the NASA website and you can Google to find out more information about that. See, I would have totally did that last year when we were under quarantine. <laughs> that would have been a good year. Because why not? I couldn't go anywhere anyway. <laughs> that is so true. All right, what we got? Let's see. Uh, what's next? Let's see. Let's do, um, let's do It Sucks to Be You. Go. 
All right, so apparently a mom in Indiana chopped up her husband and then forced the kids to help her clean it up and dispose of the body. So what a winner she was. Winner. Another news in North Carolina. Oh God, well, no, we'll save that. We'll save that for the North Carolina news. I really want to show you the picture of that one. Let's see what else we got. Um, let's go on to move on to cops behaving badly. So a South Carolina police officer is charged after stomping a black man's head into the concrete. Apparently someone called 911, mistaking the man's cane for some kind of a weapon. On July 26th, the man was approached and eventually pushed to the ground where his head was stomped into the concrete. And the officer is currently being charged. So that's good. I'm glad he's being charged. South Carolina, that's a place where you might think it wouldn't. It would just go like under the radar and not even been talked about. Another boys in blue behaving badly. We got a Washington cop. He responded to two separate assault calls, and then I guess later on went back and raped the woman. Um, for the second time in two years, formal Spokane, Washington police officer was arrested for allegedly raping a woman when they called the police. Um, he was arrested and charged with second degree rape on an unlawful imprisonment, officials say. Police say the woman told investigators that Nash, the police officer, returned to her home a week after in a marked police vehicle, entered the bedroom to examine her, and then allegedly assaulted her. And in her quote, she says, I was just paralyzed. I didn't know what to do, so I let him. Well, there you go. They're not always good ones out there, people. All right, we're going to come back and we're going to do North Carolina Silly South News and we're going to wrap it up for the day. All right, Jesse? Yes, sir. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better, uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world, but North Carolina. Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. I fit right in here. Love so I guess they're um, trying to legalize marijuana on the Cherokee Indian Reservation, but can you get any? We'll find out. I don't know why people talk around here. I guess it'd be what, more like you call hillbilly style or something, I guess. I don't know. Just mountain talk. Mountain talk. Like singing, you know. We're kind of like we're singing. Lita said we're singing, not talking, you know. Every time I laugh. I love you too. Have you ever seen a fish with teeth, Jesse? I have. Piranhas. Disgusting. Are you a fisher? Have you fished before? I'm not. I have no interest in fishing. I want to. I have to show you this really disgusting of this picture because you're not on here, and this is not going to be fun if you don't have the picture. So I have to send you this photo until you. Um, here we go. He pooped in them or something. It's weird. And by the way, didn't didn't he steal? Yes, he doesn't like he pooped in them. It's got to be fake. It is not fake. Well, it's like real human to you. to take your meds. He has better this teeth than the people North Carolina. <laughs> New episodes weekly at Doctor. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right, so uh, a North Carolina man catches a North Carolina man catches fish with human-like teeth. This nine-pound catch was a sheep's head fish, the sea creature known for having several rows of molars that seem to be resemblant of what a human might have. This was caught off North Carolina's Janet's Pier. I have no idea where that is, but I would not be swimming there, especially not skinny dipping, that's for sure. <laughs> it looks like a horse. Like imagine what a horse, a horse mouth looks like if you're like looking at a horse. Like this is what this fish looks like. I'll just chomp you right off. All right, um, in other news, if you're trying to get some weed in North Carolina, an east, the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians on August 5th, 2021, legalized the cultivation and sell of medical marijuana on their Western North Carolina land. 
Tribal members and non-members will be able to buy marijuana from a planned dispensary on tribal land known as Wala Boundary, Q-U-A-L-L-A, tribal leaders told the Charlotte Observer. So, hey, step in the right direction to get some weed. Maybe next time I go to North Carolina, I can actually relax and I feel like I'm going to pull my hair out. Um, you know, like, you, you get a little crazy sometimes. You never know what you might do, right? You know, so... It just takes the edge off, just like relax, because you know you might do something crazy like this. Uh, deputies, deputies in North Carolina arrested a caretaker after finding a woman's remains that they were supposed to be taking care of in concrete in the house in Avery County. So some woman's supposed to be taking care of this old lady, and they just like put her in the wall and like kept collecting their unemployment and um, all the checks, I guess. An autopsy determined through dental records that the remains was the woman. The autopsy also determined that she did not die of natural causes and that the death was homicide. Uh, detectives quickly identified the person in interest was her uh, home health aide and live-in caretaker. So, I guess that's a good way to hide a body, right, Jesse? Yeah, that's gross. It seems like something you would see like on a TV show or a movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I did have one other clip I wanted to talk to you about. So did you uh, hear about this girl? So I guess at the Dodgers game, the, the ball girl goes out and tackles a, uh, a fan that comes onto this field. Oh. So this girl, she's like the ball girl. Nine o'clock. And this guy comes down to the stands and the ball girl just like rushes at him and like tackles him on the back. She looks like she's like 12 too. Congratulations to her. Good job. Good job. Get that guy. Alright, you got anything else you want to throw at us today, Jesse? No, I think that's it. And it's been a really good show. And thank you guys for listening. And we're getting, you know, amazing numbers. Some people have commented specifically that they've heard. So, really appreciate it. Everything, you know, every little bit of listening helps. And if you learned something from us, tell a friend. Tell them to listen, or also just tell them what you learned on the show. You know, we're not here to make money. You don't hear any ads other than the anchor one that they kept begging me to make. I basically did it so I could collect my one cent a play, right, Jesse? <laughs> I do this for the fun. We, we do this here for the fun of it. It's enjoyable for us to talk about the things that we talk about normally with our friends and just have a way to do it where we can kind of have a more of a flow and a format to kind of make sure all of our viewpoints get get across and if it seems like we don't know exactly what we're talking about all the time that's by design um i don't listen to every clip fully i try to not not to when i'm recording them in i try to learn with you and with the people i'm with my co-host that day or whoever's calling in that specific day to uh learn together because if one person doesn't understand something a lot of times other people don't understand that as well i've learned and it's easier to learn as a group and see where people are missing certain facts or losing track or just not learning something in the same way someone else does and you need to kind of go in a different path. That's what we try to do here with Jesse and Logan and all the other guests that join us is present you the facts in a plethora of unique and hopefully entertaining ways. Sounds good. All right, like well, and subscribe. we're going to head out today again. It is August 9th, 2021. Summer's over, but the fall's here. Get excited about that. Halloween, putting that costume on, mask-free, COVID-free. Let's all work for that, all right? See ya! Bye! The whole crew's back for season two. Cloud your ears with the Gucci knowledge. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test. Okay, bye-bye.